Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. Hope all is well with you. Today we're going to be looking at a really, really interesting article. This is unlike any of the other articles that I've seen before when it comes to being critical of Kratom. And the reason why I say that is because it's very detailed, it's fairly long, and it actually does link to studies. <laughs> so I thought that it'd be an interesting look, and, uh, and let's dive in. So as you all know, on this show, I like to be unbiased. But you all know that I am biased, <laughs> so it's kind of impossible, but I do my best, you know? I, I think I do all right. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a proponent of Kratom, but at the same time, I, you know, when I learn something, I take it into, you know, I take it to heart, and, and I'm not trying to push Kratom as a miracle cure and drug and thing that has no downsides or whatever. Uh, because that's, you know, maybe not true. And and the whole point of this is for me to, to learn. So this is a learning journey. And this article was interesting. It definitely had a lot of things about it that I think are not accurate and uh, short-sighted and, you know, not well thought through. But then there are other things that are. So let's look at this article. This article is from January 11th. So yesterday is published in Courthouse News service and it's called addiction and the kratom business it's a second part of a series on the addictive botanical kratom um and it, and it's it's interesting so this is from the viewpoint of somebody who's recently lost a nephew to what they say is a kratom overdose and so it starts off talking about this person who was feeling enorm enormous pressure the afternoon of January 30th, 2018. And this person stopped in a Roots uh, Cava bar in Miami, drank several bottles of a con concentrated herbal extract to calm their nerves. Um, he was going through some rough personal issues. When they got home, they took a shot of vitamins, took their Xanax, and more extract of Kratom. A few hours later, they were found dead from an overdose. And uh, you, you go through this article a little bit further and it talks about how this person was a former opiate addict and the person who's died, their sister, said that he had used Kratom for just under a few months before his overdose. He acted like, quote, a funny drunk, unquote, while on the drug, she said but he had also suffered a seizure. So, and that was a week before he ended up passing away. Um, it says the family believes the powerful Kratom shots may have reacted with Alex's prescription Xanax. Though no one at the hospital even knew about the unregulated supplement he had been taking in ever increasing doses. And it says the place he was buying it from wasn't regulated and it's out of business now. So let's pause there. There's a lot going on, right? So the article is talking about a family member, uh, the person's nephew. The person's nephew, so far that we know, was a former opiate addict who was dealing with a lot of personal stress, 
dealing with their family and some issues they were facing. Stopped in at a kava bar, got kratom extract, took kratom extract, took vitamins, took Xanax, was dead a few hours later of an overdose. Uh, That person's sister said he acted like a funny drunk while on the drug, but that he had also suffered from a seizure a week before. He had a regular Xanax prescription, and no one in the hospital knew that he had taken kratom. So... It's in, it's you know there's a lot going on there and and it's it's you know a delicate topic when you're talking about somebody who's passed away and I want to be mindful of that and respectful of it um, especially given that almost a year ago to the day you know or a little over a year ago to the day my brother passed away as well so you know I totally understand that feeling and um, and I'm gonna be respectful here. So, so I'm, I'm not poking fun at any of this and I'm not saying that it didn't happen. Um, and, and that's something that I think sometimes when people are arguing in favor of Kratom that they might end up doing. So that, that's never okay. Um, and when, it, when somebody passes away, they passed away. There's no arguing that point. Um, wh- how did they pass away? Well, from what I can tell here, it sounds like, and the hospital ruled it an overdose. The hospital didn't know about the Kratom. So I think so far what I can gather from this is that the person who's writing this article is inferring that this person died from a Kratom overdose, even though the hospital didn't know that he had been taking Kratom, which means I don't think it was a rule to Kratom overdose. Um, But that's not specified in this article, so I can't say for sure. Uh, Also something that's happening, they have a Xanax prescription. They're taking concentrated Kratom, vitamins, I don't know what that means. And then they had had a seizure a week before. Does anybody know about Kratom and seizures? I I haven't found much content on that. I don't know what, what, if anybody else knows about that, but that's something that is interesting to me and that I would want to look into. I don't know why that person had a seizure the week before, but I would, I would like to know, does Kratom interact with, you know, people who have had seizures or are susceptible to seizures? Does it um, you know, is it possible that Kratom can, you know, kick off a seizure or something else? Um, but but at the same time, when I'm thinking that way, I'm like, well, it was ruled an overdose, right? Like it, this person didn't die from a seizure. Um, what was going on here? Then they have a prescription to Xanax, which is extremely addictive and people have died from overdoses of benzos, things like that. So I don't know. It's it's a complex situation and it's not one that after reading that, I'm like, oh, this person died from a Kratom overdose. But it is, you know, it's a factor there and it's one not to be ignored. So something to think about. The article goes on to say that when compared to opioids or COVID-19, uh, Kratom's death toll is tiny, but the substance's popularity appears to be growing. Fans of Kratom, including the comedian podcaster Joe Rogan, have recommended it to a subculture of Americans increasingly skeptical of conventional medical science. It then goes on to say that the FDA and U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention studies claiming it has contributed to the deaths of more than 150 Americans. Um, So this is all, you know, stuff that we've all heard over and over again. Um, Then they go into, you know, they, they mention that their nephew suffocated in his Connecticut bed from a kratom overdose. So then he's saying the the person suffocated from a kratom overdose. I don't quite know what that means. I mean, from all the studies that I've seen so far, 
it seems like respiratory depression is, you know, either non-existent or next to non-existent when you take extreme concentrations and give it to mice or rats. Um, so I don't know what they mean by that. Um, I wish there was a little more information in this article when it comes to the specific circumstances of this person's family's death. Um, but with that said, there is still a lot of information in this article. It then goes into a generalized, like, it's talking about the American Kratom Association a lot and how it kind of has a monopoly on, you know, like, pro-Kratom, which I totally agree with. You know, there isn't really, like, much of an organization around Kratom other than the AKA. Um, there's, you know, they've done a brilliant job of, like, opening up the markets to Kratom and, and to for lobbying for it and everything. But at the same time, there's danger there, right? Like, you never want to have all your eggs in one basket. And that can be because either the basket can fail or it could also be because the basket has other, you know, intentions that are, you know, like malintent. And um, that's not something that you want to take lightly either. So I think the article also gets me thinking about the creative movement and how, you know, maybe we need to diversify a bit. Maybe we need to not just have one voice, right? Like through the AKA, maybe we need some more representatives and and um, and never to, to look at someone and think that they're perfect or they know what's best and to just follow them blindly, right? It's not something that I was doing to begin with, but it's a good and clear reminder that that's always possible when a movement only has one leader, right? So, so that's something that I thought was, you know, helpful in my own introspectiveness when it comes to Kratom. Um, then it talks a bit about... Um, uh, a specific reason why the AKA might not be trustworthy. And it says that the, the AKA is never really talked about in their Kratom Consumer Protection Acts, you know, like extreme like extracts, concentrated extracts. Um, and it says that there's a prominent manufacturer, uh, MIT 45, which, you know, manufacture, manufactures concentrations and they were the AKA's, you know, they were on the AKA's website as a major funder up until recently. So that's something else to think about, right? Um, and MIT 45 has been implicated in at least two of the eight Kratom overdose deaths Courthouse News examined. So, you know, there's something that the that this article really brings up that I think, you know, it it kind of makes me feel like, okay, you know, remember, every every organization is an organization that's susceptible to lobbying and corruption and you know and if it has funders it's going to be answerable to some funders right so it's it's important to remember that even though the kratom movement is kind of all about getting away from traditional like pharmacology traditional like the 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 pharma the pharmacology industry right and and, and all of these companies that that are the ones that have pushed opioids, you know, toward every doctor, every patient and all these people because it put money in their pockets. You know, that sort of system exists no matter who you are, or where you are. And that could exist in the Kratom world, too. Right. So let's keep in our let's keep our eye on concentrations, you know, like let's keep our eye on these extracts. Um, you know, that the last thing that that it talks about a Reddit forum and this is a Reddit forum called Quitting Kratom to subreddit. Uh, 25,000 members dedicated solely to people trying to kick their Kratom habits. This person said uh, that it, in a thread, po someone posted celebrating their year off Kratom. I mentioned that my nephew was not able to quit. Um, someone else said, I'm still stuck on it like your nephew. 
Uh, if I don't dose every four hours, I feel sick. I even wake up in the night to take a dose. I never sleep more than four hours. Um, it goes on to have some other details like their hair is falling out. I'm miserable. Um, it's hard to get off this crap. Um, so, so you know, the, then, the, then it says that I responded that my nephew had died from an overdose. The moderators banned me. Now, we've all, you know, talked about how people get banned off of the subreddit Kratom page uh, in Reddit. Uh, I certainly have been banned from that page. Uh, and, and I don't really quite understand the rules around any of that. So it's interesting to me that on the quitting Kratom page, somebody gets cut off, you know, kicked off from saying that their nephew died from an overdose. However, I don't I don't see their post that got them kicked off. So I cannot verify that that's what's happened. Um but just throwing that out there is something interesting. It also says 80 grams, 80 grams, 10 times what the AKA says is an average daily dose, and it's close to the amount that killed my nephew. So now we kind of have a complete picture of what's happened, but we still don't have the details other than that their nephew took almost 80 grams of Kratom. That is a lot. And I think that... I could see, you know, I don't know, and I'm just, I'm putting this out here once again. It's a controversial topic. I do not know how this person died. I do not want to question this person who was related to them saying that they died from a Kratom overdose because I wasn't there. So who am I to say, no, they didn't, right? Um, but if someone has had a seizure in the past week, uh, it has a Xanax prescription that they take daily, um, dealing with the stress of life and then drank, you know, close to eight times the amount of Kratom that is considered an average daily dose of Kratom by the AKA. I mean, I can see that all that coming together is a very bad combination and that something there could lead to death, but I don't, I don't know. And I don't, I do not see Kratom as being the, the reason for, for the death. Um, however, at the same time, it's an extract, right? And extracts can be powerful. And so, you know, who knows? But the suffocation thing, I mean, from all the, all the information I've seen, suffocation is not really at all so associated with Kratom. Um, anyway, it, I'm going to end it there. It's a long article. It's hard for me not to just read through it. Um, but, but it's a really long article. Uh, certainly worth a read, worth thinking about. Um, it'll jog your mind around and, and get you thinking. Um, and I'm going to try and stick close to this and see what comes next from this four-part series. And, you know, I find it, I guess that at the end of the day, the reason why I wanted to share this one with everybody is because I just find it refreshing to be challenged, right? It's always good to challenge your viewpoints on something. You don't want to be dogmatic. You always want to consider the opposing view. And uh, that's what I want to do. I want to have a well-rounded show here. So I'm going to share this article and you all take a look if you want. And, um, you know, I hope that you find it interesting as well. Uh, with that, I'm going to end this episode, and I hope you all uh, have a great rest of your day. I've actually got a treat for all of you. I'm going to be doing an interview this weekend, and it'll air on Monday, so you definitely don't want to miss it. Uh, so I'll leave that there, and with some suspense, I will log off now. <laughs> all right, have a great rest of your day, everybody. Take it easy. Bye-bye.